the country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories to great stories that get told. Spend some time in the country, now it's time we start the show. My pleasure to welcome to the show Marty Rowe, lead singer of the award-winning country group Diamond Reel. We all know and love their hits, Meet in the Middle, Love a Little Stronger, One More Day, Beautiful Mess, and many, many more. Diamond Reel has a brand new album out called I Made It, and Marty joins me now to talk all about it. Hey, Marty. Hello, how are we doing? We are doing great and even better now that now that we're talking to you. <laughs> Well, I appreciate it, yeah. Looking looking forward to it. Well, as I mentioned before we came on the air, I have been a Diamond Reel fan since the very start, back around 91. Meet in the Middle came on the radio, and I was like, who is singing this? Because it's such a great song, and, and uh, me and many, many other fans uh, kind of agreed on that. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, we were very blessed to uh, have uh, our very first song, you know that we ever released go to number one. My goodness, what a what a blessing that was. Um, but uh, and you know what? And we still do it. We do it every night, and uh, I never get tired oh, wow. of it. It's such a positive song. The message in it, as are so many of Diamond Rio's songs, from Meet in the Middle to I Believe and One More Day. That they're they're songs that comfort people, inspire people. How important, Marty, is it for you and the band to to record songs that that are so positive? Well, I mean, I, you know what? It's important that I guess uh, what's important for us is that we we record songs that touch us and and move us. Um, and we've always done that, and we've always felt like that if something uh, was uh, you know that moved moved us. Uh, as a group mm-hmm. and as a, as a group of guys, um, that we really always felt like then our audience is not that much different than us, and they will they'll they'll be excited about it too. If we're excited about the music, then we really felt like uh, they would too. And I think we've we've done that through the years, and um, those songs you know that you mentioned and many many more have. Uh, mm-hmm really touched people's lives and that's a it's a it's a great um experience to be a part of that where you know it people fans of ours or whatever are genuinely um moved and uh mm-hmm. touched by by the music that we do and those songs are just incredible and uh they have uh, affected so many people in such a positive way. You've got a couple of duets out there as well, uh, guest appearances on Diamond Rio songs. A couple of my favorite ones, Pam Tillis, Love is Only Human, and Shelley Wright on the song I'm Trying. Those are two great songs. 
Man, that's a lot. Man, you're pulling pulling them out of the hat there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I had a great time working with those folks. Um, I just did a, uh, I just recently did a, a duet with uh, Marie Osmond, and uh, so oh, we're nice. we're excited about that. But um, yeah, those those are kind of experiences that uh, I guess you know. We're we're really I I feel blessed that uh, we actually get the chance to uh, man just in, interact with uh, other people in our industry that mm-hmm. I have great respect for and and be able to do that it's it's a lot of fun and um, hopefully um, it's it's uh, you know something that uh, people care about and want to listen to but. But those, yeah, those are, man, I, you just pulled something out there that I hadn't even thought about. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I, I remember hearing those songs, you know, the, the Love is Only Human, a bit older than the other one, and uh, but both beautiful songs, and people should check those out at iTunes, uh, the duet with Pam Tillis and then Shelley Wright joining you on, on one of those songs. Let's talk about the brand new album called I Made It. There are some great songs in here that we're going to feature on the show, and the first one I want to talk about is the title track, I Made It. And what's cool about this, it's, it's a great story song. I know there are some true elements in this of experiences that uh, you've gone through, and, and the message in it is, it's not the success of the music charts or winning all the awards, it's the relationships and those we love that uh, that prove that you've made it. Absolutely, um, you know, Jimmy Jimmy wrote that song, and to be honest with you, uh, he actually pulled uh, from from my life experience. I think um, I know that you know the whole story of uh, you know heading heading to Nashville and seeing the Louisville being in Louisville and seeing the Nashville side for the first time, I, I, I lived it. And so when I first heard the song after he wrote it, I was like, man, that is me. I, I did that. <laughs> I sat in a, I had a 72 Pinto and I literally had a J 45 Gibson right shotgun and, some, and not a whole lot of other stuff that I came to town wow. with. Uh, Basically, on a wing and a prayer, and hoping that uh, that I would, you know, someday, you know, have a chance to uh, sing for a living, and and was blessed enough to get to do that, and that's what that song is about, and and the whole deal is that uh, besides all that, I have I have all of us, we've been all of us have been really blessed. I have a great wife. I have great children, um, and the song speaks to that. It definitely speaks to <laughs> all that. But uh, we've been really blessed, and um, and like you say, um, I made it is not a we're not I'm not it's not a braggadocious kind of thing. It's more <laughs> more than that. It's it's about yeah. God's been really good to all of us, and we've been really really blessed. Uh, as a band and as musicians and um, and we're thankful for it and the song just really really hit home uh, for all of us I think uh, in the band uh, to say man this is this is actually you know kind of how how things are for us at this point you know we're just really really thankful and 
and God's been good to us, and that's what this song, that song is all about, and uh, just really, really uh, speaks to, uh, I guess, to uh, kind of, you know, where where we all are in our life at this point, um, and and I, 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 my brother, he's so funny, my brother, he's like, that sounded kind of, that song, you know, the title sounds a little cocky. <laughs> and then you listen to the song, and then you went, "Oh, that's really good." <laughs> so yeah, that, so there you go. Well, let's hear that beautiful song now. It's uh, one of the latest from Diamond Rio from their new album called "I Made It." This is the title track on "In the Country." It was noble when I first saw that sign Said Nashville, I-65 I had a J-45 Gibson riding shotgun And in the backseat was everything else I owned I was gonna make it
And that is Diamond Rio with their song, I Made It. You can uh, check them out at diamondrio.com. Uh, you can get the album from the website or through iTunes, of course. We have a couple more songs from that great album to play. And you, Marty, you talked about uh, you know that drive to Nashville and wanting to make it in music, which you have. But who are those influences early on in your life that uh, got you excited about pursuing music? You know, um, actually, I, my father was... Uh, Sang music. Uh, he had his own little radio show uh, back in the fifties uh, oh, wow. in wow. in uh, Eastern Kentucky, um, uh, and uh, he was a big, big fan of Marty Robbins. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. I, he named me after him. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's how right. I got my name. Um, and wow. so I, I grew up listening to a lot of Marty's stuff. Um, and uh, very traditional country music uh, artists. Uh, I grew up listening to Merle Haggard, um, mm-hmm. and Marty was those were two big, big influences in my life. And then later, as I kind of became, you know, my own guy as far as music goes, um, there was uh, the Gatlin Brothers. Lots of uh, harmony stuff. A lot yeah. of. Uh, bands and then I you know I was also into the 70s rock and roll world you know I listened to uh, you know the Eagles and and uh Genesis and mm-hmm. uh Dix and all, lots of stuff like that too um and I think those influences are in what we do um it's a 70s rock and roll influence but uh in the middle of a of a country boy that's a that's a great description you you spoke of the eagles there and of course you know with uh with you guys you got the harmonies that are very reminiscent and in fact uh the common thread album that came out all those years ago with uh, the country artists paying tribute you guys did lion eyes and i I went back online uh, before the interview because i hadn't listened to your version in a while and uh it's it sounds great the eagles lion eyes what was what was it like to be part of that project it was awesome uh and got a chance to uh, hang with Don Henley just a little bit and and get to know him a little better. And, I mean, you know, those are people who are musical heroes, and those are some of the things that uh, they're they're priceless, you know, in what we do. Be able to to hang out and be a part of, uh, or be a part of some sort of, you know, creative process people who who are basically your heroes you know that mm-hmm. is so much fun and it's 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 uh i guess it's somewhat intimidating but uh <laughs> at the same time you just it's just really really enjoy uh getting a chance to listen to we got the chance to sit down with don and, and talk to him about you know his experience, you know, and it's so similar, actually, to what we do as a band. You know, he's in a band, we're in a band. He had mm-hmm. a lot of similar life experiences, and we had such uh, a good time uh, getting to know him better. And uh, uh, those are, man, you just—they're just priceless. Those those kind of experiences are priceless, and you just cannot. Uh, uh, it's hard to describe, you know, just what it is to get the chance to yeah. to hang out with those kind of folks, you know, and, and we got a chance to do that. And uh, 
And so, yeah, so they, and that whole project, we we won, uh, you know, we won a CMA award for it and whatever. What, what a great project that whole whole uh, uh, project was. It was so great. The artists that were chosen for that and the songs and, you know, Lion Eyes was such a great fit for you guys. And uh, the Eagles were such a big part of, obviously, the rock world, but they definitely had, uh, had uh, a role in the country world, too. Yeah, absolutely. It's amazing um, what they what they were doing in the seventies. We would call country music now, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's right. What we what we were doing in the nineties and 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 light, even further on into the the first uh, decade of this this millennium um, is uh, is very closely akin to what the Eagles were doing in the seventies. It's uh, that they called it rock and roll back then, but yep. now and and our influence is highly uh, touched by w- what they are about and that style of music. We were very much a uh, similar kind of band, and mm-hmm. and so we 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 didn't we don't hide from that at all. We don't hide from it at all. Uh, we take that. Uh, we actually wear that as a a badge of honor, uh, and that's, you know, it really moved country music from uh, what we would call more traditional and moved it into uh, this new millennium of of, uh, of uh, different influence. Uh, it has country involved in it, of course, but it also has mm-hmm. a lot of uh, rock and roll influence in it, too, that is uh, what we would call current country music. Absolutely, and Don Henley has a, a new album out that's great. Um, it's sort of really? a country album with some great duets. Uh, you know, Martina McBride's on there, and Trisha Yearwood, and, and a lot of great songs. Well, I haven't heard that, so I need to get it. <laughs> yeah, that's check awesome. that out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's got such a great voice. I mean, Don Henley's voice is just—it's—it's uh, it's something else. Yes, and and I have to—I would be remiss if I didn't. Uh, at least pay homage to Glenn Fry and and the just disappointing to see him pass uh, mm-hmm. so early. That uh, was that was difficult to uh, to deal with. You know, we we lose uh, friends of ours uh, too often in our business, and what a great great talent! And uh, I'm sorry to see him go. Absolutely. Now, we are uh, broadcasting out of uh, Toronto, Ontario, Canada, of course, and you guys are no strangers to Canada. I know you've played a lot of dates here, and you've got some coming up this year. In June, you'll be in Alberta and Boots and Hearts in Ontario in August. People can go to DiamondRio.com to get the specifics of those dates. But what has your experience been like, Marty, uh, when Diamond Rio is headed up to Canada? Oh, well, you know what? It's uh, I've always told people, you know, down here in in the states, and it's definitely in the south. Uh, I don't think they understand just how country people are up there in Canada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we we love we love it up there, and and to be honest with you, our uh, one of our our manager uh, Renee Beerman, she's from Medicine Hat. She's a Alberta girl, so uh, right on. we we know all about uh, the folks up there in Canada, and they're incredibly uh, dedicated 
country music fans that are up there, and uh, oh, yeah. we've been really blessed to uh, to be able to build a market up in that part of the world and uh, get the chance to go up there and play. Um, I'll be honest with you, it's I don't really enjoy going up there in the wintertime. Ooh, man, is this stuff. <laughs> but we do it, we do it, and uh, and we always have uh, just a great following up there. And it's amazing how many folks who are uh, true country music fans, and the real, they're more, I think more so than even here in the States, they're much more uh, studious. Um, about uh, what's going on in country music, and they they pay attention. They they know uh, they're just very educated to to our, mm-hmm. our music and to country music in general. And uh, it's it's a joy to play for them for sure. Yeah, we love country music here in Canada, and we love Diamond Rio, so it's great that uh, you got at least a couple of dates this year where you'll be here. Uh, I want to talk to you about the Opry in just a few moments, because that's such a big part of Diamond Rio's career, and I know it means a lot to you guys. Uh, Jimmy Olander on the show, your friend and bandmate uh, not too long ago, and I had a great time chatting with him. So we'll chat about the Opry, but let's turn to uh, the brand new album and the song. I love this song, Beckett's Back 40 Acres. What a great story song, and just from beginning to end, it doesn't uh, it doesn't lose your interest. You just want to know what's coming next. It is. It is hilarious. <laughs> um, and, you know, um, I don't know. I You know, my, my father, who is uh, he's a great man, and he's uh, a, a, a strong Christian man, I'm not sure he's real proud of that song because it talks about <laughs> growing pot. <laughs> That's right. But let me tell you something. Where where he is from and where where I am from uh, in the eastern part of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. That that story is not. Uh, it's not made up. That's real. There, I, I know those. Oh, wow. <laughs> they have you know they kind of sneak around and grow uh, grow a little weed between the corn. You know between the. <laughs> The rows of corn, they got a little bit of wheat growing. <laughs> right. It's hilarious. <laughs> but it's a fun, fun, fun story and a fun song. And, uh, and be honest with you, truer than maybe people would be willing to admit. <laughs> <laughs> like I've always said, it's uh, it ain't brain surgery. We're just trying to entertain people and have fun. And, and that's a very yep. entertaining song to me. It is indeed, and I would agree, and I know our listeners will after they hear it. This is Diamond Rio and Beckett's Back 40 Acres on In the Country. In Knox County, nobody was famous. Just a map dot that people passed through. Everybody grew corn and tomatoes. Well, at least as far as we knew. On 200 acres From sunup till sundown He worked And just like the rest of our neighbors He seemed like the salt of the earth But we all knew something was different When the market hit bottom that year While the 
rest of the county was starving. He brought home a brand new John Deere. Well, that rumor mill started to churn in down at the Lucky Dog Cafe, and it spread through our church congregation when he put a grant in the plate. Had his lot on others turned lucky. Or did some rich relative die? Where on God's earth did he get the money to install that jacuzzi outside? One night after fishing with all of the fellas, curiosity got the best of us. So we crept through his cornrows with flashlights and high hopes We'd see what the truth really was Till we were stopped by a shot from his gun We scattered in every direction Grateful to get out alive What happened that night was never mentioned Till the day they arrived That you sow In Knox County Nobody was famous Just a map dot That people passed through Everybody grew Corn and tomatoes Well at least As far as we What a great song from Diamond Reel. You'll find that on their latest album called I Made It. It's called Beckett's Back 40 Acres. What a great, fun story song. And uh, the album's available at their website, diamondreel.com. And, of course, you can get it at iTunes. And the Opry is such a big part of Diamond Reel's career, Marty. Tell me about your experiences there and just what the Grand Ole Opry means to you guys. Well, um, man, uh, that's a that's a that's a big big question. To be honest with you, uh, you know uh, the, the 
the ability to to actually be a member of the Opry is um, almost uh, surreal, I guess, for us. Um, to get a chance to be there on a regular basis and become friends with um, country music legends, uh, as far as I'm concerned. You know, people like uh, little Jimmy Dickens, who's passed away, and Jim Ed's all gone. I mean, I've, I've been, but I've been able to know those kind of people. Obviously, Vince and uh, Ricky Skaggs. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got... The list goes on and on and on, and you're able to. It's it's such a family um, scenario when when you're a member and you're just hanging backstage and you you only play you know you only play a couple of songs you know when you go do your spot whatever, but the whole but the bottom line is I get a chance to. We, we hang out there. We're there, you know, for for the evening and get a chance to become friends with what I would call country music legends, and uh, that mm-hmm. is such it's priceless. It's absolutely priceless to be able to to do that. And we obviously uh, believe in trying to perpetuate uh, that part of country music history. Um, I got a chance, uh, you know, when we first started, this band actually started working uh, at Opryland, which was a park, uh, an amusement park there, and we we became uh, heavily involved in the Opry way back in the 80s, and so I've been doing that for 30 years, um, being a part of the, that community. And to be a part of that community of, of, of musicians, it's, I just can't, it's, it's hard to describe, you know, what that's like. Yeah. And to be able to hang out with your musical heroes and not just hang out, but actually become friends with, with those people. You know, Larry Gatlin, who's my neighbor now. <laughs> and oh, wow. And just, they just go on and on and on with the people who I were I, who were my heroes, and now mm-hmm. I'm able to uh, I know them by you know I know them on the first name basis, and that's what the Opry is about. You you sit there and you these are people that you become close friends with, um, and you know go out and play a couple songs, whatever. But the bottom line for us as an artist. If you want to know the truth, is man, I'm just hanging. I'm hanging. I'm hanging out with <laughs> with the you know legends of the business, and it's so uh, incredible. I mean, it just really uh, is an incredible experience, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. I'll be there Friday night and do it, and I'll be there next Friday night and get to do it again. And uh, oh, that's amazing! Incredible experience. That is amazing, and you mentioned Larry Gatlin a couple of times, and I am a huge uh, Gatlin Brothers fan, and Larry Gatlin, and I mean, I won't go on about all the songs that there's I love, but there's one in particular that stands out, I've Done Enough Dying Today, which is such <laughs> a beautiful lyric, love that song. Absolutely, hey man, let me tell you, I, when, I, when I auditioned to get my first job at Opryland um, and get the chance to sing in the shows out there, which right. was really a springboard for me 
the song I used to audition was Done Enough Dying Today. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Oh, yeah. There you go. Absolutely. Oh, he was, man. And and I think I did it. I did okay on it because I, I got the gig. <laughs> and, uh, and I've been, I've been you know, I'll be honest with you, I've been singing ever since. And that was the song. That, Isn't that uh, something? That helped me. Get get started in the music business. Wow, that point. that's amazing to hear. I've been such a fan of that song from the first time I heard it. Uh, just lyrically and melodically, I mean, everything about that song is so moving. Yeah, uh, yeah. I won't even attempt to sing it here over the phone, but yes, <laughs> it, it makes me want to kick right yeah. into it. What will we do now? You tell me. <laughs> I yeah. Know. Uh, the hourglass is all out of sand. I, I sold out. Oh. Yeah, I sold out on that song. That was, and 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 I told Larry so. Uh, he knows that, and uh, and that's what's so amazing about being a member of the Opry is that I've gone from you know from fan to friend of some of those people, and that is mm-hmm. can't. It's hard to describe what that is really like. Uh, to be able to do that and and have those kind of relationships. We're going to get to another song in just a moment from the brand new album. I know that you guys started out existence as uh, the Tennessee River Boys, obviously Diamond Rio. And I'm curious, sometimes with certain band names, we get used to them, and it's and it's a great name. But how did you come across the name Diamond Rio? You know, we, uh, we were like I said, you, you mentioned it. We were the Tennessee River Boys forever. And um, when we decided, when we were getting our, when we got our record deal and all that kind of stuff, we knew that we needed to uh, probably have a more contemporary name. Um, and to be honest with you, it was a really, um, it was, uh, it wasn't a, a real heart. Uh, what's the right way to say it? It, it wasn't. Uh, you know, we, it was a very intellectual uh, attempt to come up with something <laughs> that was um, that was uh, memorable. You know, a, a some come, mm-hmm. some sort of name that was memorable. Tennessee River Boys really didn't describe what we were doing musically. It sounded too much, kind of like a gospel band or something like that. And mm-hmm. even we have those influences of what we were doing, yeah, we didn't think that that was uh, what we needed to to stick with. And so the Diamond Rio thing came up actually from the Shenandoah guys. Uh, Marty Raven gave me that name because they had actually considered that for their their band name. Oh, wow. And, yeah, and and, uh, and I researched it and I found out it, it was a... The Diamond Rio was, was a truck. It was actually spelled okay. R-E-O. Diamond REO, so R E Olds, uh, Oldsmobile, whatever. He he sold right. and he ended up. Uh, they ended up starting a, a company where they they actually the old REO Speedwagon, the the yep. band REO Speedwagon. Yeah. That's a fire engine. That REO Olds, they built fire engines. <laughs> and, oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, and so and they merged with a company called Diamond T, and then nineteen sixty something they they became Diamond Rio, 
well, we changed the spelling to R-I-O to make it a little more, you know, Southwest-looking and sounding. Yep. And, and also on the idea that maybe we we might get in trouble, you know, using the name. We didn't want to get <laughs> in a legal battle. But you know what? We we talked to the company. Uh, the company still existed at the time uh, in the in the late '80s, and they were they were more than happy to have us utilize their name. Uh, and and so we we did that. And uh, it you know what the the whole the bottom line was is that it would be a name that was uh, nondescript. It was memorable, but it was nondescript, and it didn't right. necessarily pigeonhole. Uh, our music, uh, and that yeah. was, I think, the, the bottom line for us was that it was uh, it was very very memorable and interesting name, and and we weren't pigeonholed by it, uh, which I think we would have been if we just stuck with something like the Tennessee River Boys. Um, mm-hmm. And so, that, I mean, you know, it's a uh, man. One of the hardest things I've ever done in this business was trying to. Come up with a name for the band. Oh, I'm so glad <laughs> we were so blessed to uh, come up with something that was, uh, I think, really cool. I think it's a great name. It uh, is. I, I love it. And it uh, is. But, but yeah, man, I, I, it was not. It was not an easy time trying to come up with that. <laughs> and I'm glad I don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> there you go. You you got the name right and. Uh, Thirty almost almost thirty years later now, Diamond Reel has been going strong. Is that when you think about yeah. that, Marty? Is that uh, hard to believe? It is. It really is. Um, we, yeah, we. Um, it's been twenty five years. Uh, this year is twenty five years since Meet in the Middle came out, and um, that is we've been incredibly mm. blessed to uh, to have. You know, an awful lot of hit records, and uh, we yeah. we go we're able to go out and and do what we love for a living. Um, it's what I what I dreamed of doing. You know, when I was younger, never mm-hmm. really thought. I'll be honest with you, I never really thought it would come to fruition. But uh, I have I've experienced uh, we we just experienced a great life. Uh, because of our music and because the fans have really enjoyed our music. Um, I couldn't, man, it's hard to, how could I complain? Yeah. <laughs> <And> we, we've, <laughs> had, we've, we've really had a, had a good life and we still get a chance to do it. You know, that's the thing. We still are out there, still get a chance to get out there and play our music. People seem to really enjoy hearing our music still. And so we're, we're out there, you know, seventy, eighty days a year, we're we're out there doing a show and 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 really, really enjoy it. Now let's talk about the shows, Marty. And I would imagine that uh, at a Diamond Rio concert, you would have fans of all ages—people who first heard you back in the day when Diamond Rio came on the radio, and their kids, and now possibly even grandchildren. So we have generations of Diamond Rio fans. We do. Uh, it's uh, it is it is. It's funny. We we definitely have. We actually have uh, in the neighborhood, basically three generations. We will have. Uh, I, I, I well, how many times I have uh, people come up to me and uh, 
a, a you know a woman or whatever comes up and mm-hmm. says you know her mother introduced her to our music and then she has her <laughs> child with her and so and uh, so you got you know in the you know late sixties to the forties and then uh, a young person about twenty something that are all right. Diamond Rio fans. <laughs> What a great, what a great thing! I mean, uh, we it yeah. really is uh, it's an awesome thing that uh, that through those particular generations they they share a commonality through our music, mm-hmm. and that is that's awesome. That is amazing, Marty. We have one more song from uh, the brand new album to play here on the show. Uh, speaking with Marty Rowe from Diamond Rio, the uh, album is called "I Made It." Check it out at their website, DiamondRio.com, or over at iTunes. This song, I mean, I've been playing this album a lot, and this song is one that I keep hidden repeat because I love it so much, the instrumentation, the story behind it, the lyrics, just everything about it, your vocals. Uh, it's called Walking by Beauty. And the cool thing about this is not only is it a great song, but it's based on a true story. It is. Uh, it's based on a story that uh, Joshua Bell, who's an uh, incredible, probably the the foremost uh, violinist, uh, at least in, in our cut in the United States anyway, and and uh, probably in the world, he's he's an incredible talent. Uh, he they did a little experiment. Uh, he went out to the you know basically to the uh, subway system. I think it was in D.C. actually, but the, the songs talks about New York. But he went into the subway system and just put out his case. And he was going to play Carnegie Hall uh, the, that night. And people were paying $250 a ticket, you know, to come see him and blah, blah, blah. And, and they, they he went out and he did this because some guys kind of put him up to it. And he went out and just threw out his case, ball cap on, just and played the <laughs> whole concert. And and there's a, there's actually, you can go on, I think you can go on YouTube and see it, um, but mm-hmm. he's playing and nobody's paying attention to him. <laughs> and <laughs> just and you know, like he might have had two people that actually walked yeah. up and threw a you know, threw a quarter in his in his violin case or whatever. And the whole story is we you never know you just you gotta gotta look up and not bypass some of the beautiful things that are in our life, and, and it talks about you know the fact that you know a daisy coming up through through the crack of a, of a sidewalk, you know whatever. There are beautiful things that pass in front of us every day, and mm-hmm. we just if we're not careful, we miss it. And uh, and so that's that's the title of the song, "Walking by Beauty," but the 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 story is so. It's so interesting that that he did that. He went out there and did that, and mm-hmm. nobody seemed to care. And then he packs up his violin, and he goes back, and at Carnegie Hall, man, he's he's ripping their hearts out, you know. <laughs> the guy is incredible, and he was such a trooper. He we we cut the song, and he agreed to play on it and at the end of the song at the end of the track you you know this you've listened to it mm-hmm. he plays some of the most incredible stuff it's 
just so cool. Yeah. And to have that on what you would call a country record, uh, what a blessing. That's to right. To get a chance to, uh, to work work with him. And uh, I just, yeah, you're right. It's, it was uh, it's a special little moment in our career to get a chance to work with somebody like that. And it's a great Absolutely. story. Oh, I would call this an award-winning song. I mean, this should be nominated. This should get some sp- more special attention. <laughs> you know, and as you said, to have Joshua on it, that just adds so much to it because the, it's the instrument, it's him. And but what I truly also love about it is the fact that, you know, based on a true story and the songwriters couldn't have worded it better, couldn't have written it better to describe, you know, what he was doing and, and what the whole message is about. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and that's what that's what grabbed us. You know, when we heard it, it was like, oh man, we gotta we gotta record. Well, we did. We recorded it, and um, whether whether Joshua was gonna be on it or not didn't really matter. We were gonna record it because it's a great mm-hmm. story, and we just were really blessed that uh, when we uh, brought it to him and we were able to introduce ourselves to him and say, hey, man, we've done. This. He was very, uh, very willing to uh, to come on board and, and be a part of it, and that was an, an extra blessing to get him mm-hmm. to to actually play with us. And it was just it was so much fun to uh, to get a chance to work with him. That's so great to hear how much the song means to you guys. Because as a listener, and I know the listeners who are going to hear the song now if they haven't heard it before, are just going to love it. It's called Walking by Beauty by Diamond Rio here on In the Country. It was a cold New York morning on that packed subway platform When he opened his case up, he pulled out his violin And he played some Mozart, he gave it his whole heart And he got to the best part, he opened his eyes And they just passed him by While that sweet music played Caught up in their own lives Lost in their own minds Couldn't stop to throw one down In his red velvet case Oh, they just passed him by Like he was in the way Walking by Like a bright yellow daisy growing up through the pavement If we don't see the sunrise right 
outside our windows It just makes me wonder What else are we missing? Well, they packed up that violin Worth 3.5 million Got on the next train to Carnegie Hall And he played that same Mozart He tore out the crowd's heart When it got to the best part There were tears in their eyes And he just had to smile How much they were paying To hear him that night while they were walking by beauty all day Open your eyes Cause you're walking by beauty all day What else are we missing? What a great song. Tell such a great story. And we had a great conversation with Marty all about the behind the scenes of that song and the and the true story behind it. It's called Walking by Beauty from Diamond Reel, uh, from their brand new album called I Made It, available at iTunes. And you can also head to diamondreel.com to get the album and check out the tour dates. Marty, this has been such a pleasure. Man, I've been, as I said at the beginning, a fan of Diamond Rio since Meet in the Middle came out on the radio and, and of course, a fan to this day. And it's been a pleasure chatting with you. Well, I sure appreciate it, man. You, you guys, I appreciate your uh, your interest in what we do. Um, we are still having fun playing music, and uh, and none of that would be possible without uh, folks like you and our fans. Man, it's uh, it's a, it's a blessing. It's hard. It's at times uh, you kind of have to pinch yourself a little bit <laughs> and go, "Hey, man, I'm getting to do what I love to do for a living." That's yeah. awesome. That is so wonderful to hear, and it's so great that you guys are still out there and uh, all the country fans of all ages get to uh, check out a Diamond Reel show. And, of course, hey, head back onto uh, YouTube and iTunes and, and relive the great Diamond Reel memories along with uh, the brand-new album. My guest has been Marty Rowe, lead singer of the award-winning country group Diamond Reel. I'm Dave Woods, and that will wrap up this edition of In the Country.